What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. As always, bringing you incredible guests from all over the world. So sit back, relax, and tune in. My next guest is an acclaimed mind power expert, a motivational speaker who has headlined programs at hotels, resorts, casinos, cruise ships, and more. Please welcome Brent Webb. Brent, welcome to the show. Hey, it is so great to be here. Thanks. I was on your website. So, you know, like I was saying, I always have to reread everybody's bio. And I was just like, I was reading yours and I went to your website and I was like, holy cow. I saw like your free book on there for like, um, well, yeah, it's, it's a uh, five steps to the perfect mindset, but it's all about, you know, it's all a mindset game. I, I love it. I'm all about mindset. And like I said, before we started recording, I truly believe that we all live the lives that we want and good, better, and different. And I've come to a place in my life where I've learned so much over through my hardships that, you know, it's really my mindset is the most important thing to really create that ideal life that I want. So let's get into, you say you've been doing this for 30 years, right? Yeah. What got you into this focus? Well, I started out, I was a little kid, a little overweight kid from uh, the Midwest. I started out as a magician, you know, doing little, little tricks and things when I was five, six years old. And I ended up in the library in town and I, I was always taking out magic books. And one day, by mistake, somebody had placed the book, The Magic of Believing, in that section. And now not knowing what it was, I took it out. And it's a book all about the power of belief and how, you know, if you believe, you can make it happen. And even as a little kid, six years old, I, I had anxiety. I mean, I was bullied, all of these things. And this book spoke to me. Even as a little kid, I didn't understand all of it, but I knew, wow, there's really something here. So as the years went on, I just kind of... I moved away from, I mean, I wasn't really a magician anyway. I was a little kid, but I I moved away from wanting to be a magician and I just kind of wanted to teach people this. Yeah. So uh, it's taken me all over the world, really. I've opened for a lot of celebrities and I've been doing it for 30 years. But now, I, as I'm kind of getting close to retirement, I think the next chapter is going to be teaching this to not billionaires and millionaires right. and celebrities like I used to do, but to everybody else. Because it's really the masses that need to know how to do this. Yeah. So what do you think the difference is between celebrities and the general population, how celebrities have more of a handle on the mind? I, I don't know. Maybe this is just an assumption, handle on the mindset portion than the general population. Well, one thing is you have to remember, uh, celebrities have a lot of people doing things for them. Yeah. So you have, you know, when you have a, a life where you don't have to pick up the kids, you don't have to go grocery shopping, you don't have to clean the house, you don't have to do any of those things. Right. It's much easier to have the time to be able to invest in that. But when I first started working with Joan Rivers, she, you know, right away, oh, mindset, I, you know, I read The Magic of Believing and, and I started meeting Don Rickles, uh, wow. Phyllis Diller, all these people who used this book. I mean, Phyllis Diller, her whole career, she gave to The Magic of Believing because it just did something and created this belief in her. Is that book still around? So I think I need to go pick it up. <laughs> it is. It's called... <laughs> It's The Magic of Believing by Claude Bristol. Yeah. And it was written. The thing about that book, if you read it, and if you've ever read The Secret, you'll realize, okay, yeah. they got the source material from this book. Because okay. The Magic of Believing is really where kind of where it started. But it's the idea that, you know, if you can create the belief, you can do anything. You're co-creating your life, just yeah. like you said. You know, and so many people are living a life that somebody else picked for them or a life that they don't even want to live that they think they need to be living. So it's just the idea of getting, you know, um, even some quiet time just to figure out what your mindset is and figure out what you want. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. I, I'm, 
you're all people are always gonna have bad days, right? But I think the the key is to a majority of the days is having that mindset that you know you of what you want, you believe that you deserve it. Because isn't that part of the problem? Is that people don't they may, might want this kind of life, but they don't feel that they deserve it. Right. And, and, you know, everybody talks about imposter syndrome now, which is the idea that, yeah, I don't deserve this. I I don't be, I don't believe in myself. I don't believe I can have it. And it is a huge problem because until you believe it, you're, you know, people. What's the saying? I'll I'll believe it when I see it. Right. Yeah. And it's actually I'll see it when I believe it, because you have to believe it first. Belief must come first. So it, and it's a huge thing, especially in our society with, you know, there's just so much negativity yeah. and it's so hard and everybody's connected to their to their devices. It's so hard to break away and get that time just to kind of connect. I mean, without connecting to yourself, doing yeah. some sort of meditation, something, you you can't really get there because you have to have that quiet time. Connecting to yourself. I don't know if I've had anybody ever say that before. That's pretty powerful. Everything, it's because everything that you need is already in you. And the problem with our society is they teach us that everything is outside of us. It's always when I get the person, I'll be happy. When I get this job, I'll be happy. When I get this, that, this. And what that does, it puts you on a hamster wheel where happiness is ahead of you. And so for the rest of your life, you're running and you're chasing it, but it's never where you are because you're always trying to attain it. And the idea is you become happy first. And then all of a sudden, the outer world changes and everything flows to you. Because right now you've kind of, what we've done is we've pitted ourselves against the universe. It's like, I want it my way. This has to be the way I want it. It can't rain on Saturday because I have a picnic. It, this, that, this. And if things don't go the way you think they need to go, you're mad, right? You're upset. The idea is let it go. If it's raining today, great. If it's sunny today, great. If the guy in front of you is driving too slow, great. Yeah. Instead of getting wrapped up in it. So what I teach people is awareness. Just mm -hmm. be aware. Make a post-it note. Draw a heart, a happy face, stick it in your house somewhere, in your office. Every time you see it, you, yeah. it's a reminder to stop and to, and figure out what's on your mind at that moment. Because you'll realize it's almost all negative. We think 80% negative thoughts in the day. I mean, think about that. Thousands of thoughts, 80% yeah. of them are negative. Yeah. So by doing by doing the awareness trick, you see the the picture you drew and immediately, what's on my mind? You write it down. I guarantee at the end of a week, when you look at the things you're writing, it's going to be stuff that's you won't believe that's even in your mind because it's things that were created, ideas and, and emotions and thoughts you created when you were a kid and they're still running in your head now. So, you know, it really is. It's scary in a way, but it's also liberating when you realize it's you. Just like you said before, you are responsible. So stop blaming your parents. Stop blaming your spouse. Stop blaming your upbringing because at this point, You've got to let it go and you have to walk into your power. Otherwise, you're never going to have the life that you want. Oh, my God. I love that. So I, I'm a firm believer. I used to be what, what, like when I was younger, maybe in my 20s, thinking in 20s and 30s, probably thinking like, oh, if my my spouse doesn't make me happy, then I'm not happy. Right. Because I was married before. I'm remarried now. And um, like my since like I've gone through a lot of different like work on myself, it's like, no. I have to be happy from in here. I decide to be happy. I have fa I have family members that are kind of I think they're at a you know that are crossroads that are struggling with this idea of their happiness comes from within because it's like this like what you said if everything around them doesn't go right and not the way that they want it to they're angry and they're blaming and just they're just miserable. And I personally I feel like that's just that's something I don't want to subscribe to anymore. I I think it's very important for people to realize and acknowledge that 
your happiness comes from within. It all starts here because you can't make me happy, right? Let's say, oh, my happiness is dependent on you having a great day. And if you have a bad day, then my day goes to shit. Like, no, I, I think that's just completely wrong and irresponsible. Yeah, I mean, it's. I have a friend, uh, last time I was home in LA, we were at the uh, newsstand, you know, the old fashioned, you go up and buy a newspaper or a magazine. Uh, uh, they still have those at some places. But yeah. he, he goes, yeah, I, I stop here every day and get a newspaper. And the guy, he says, hey, Bill. And the guy was just so mean to him and, you know, kind of ignored him. And he said yeah. goodbye to him. And, and the guy never said goodbye. And as we walked away, I said, you come here every day? And he said, yeah, you know, to get my paper. I said, that guy is, is so horrible. Why do you even? Why don't you go somewhere else? And why do why do you talk to him? And he said, "Why would I let him ruin my day?" Right. Which is it? Why let it? And and you don't know the reason for why. Like you meet people in your life. You may say you meet a woman who who was drunk the night you meet her, right? Mm -hmm. And now in your mind, you label her a drunk, you know, or a bitch, or this or that. Well, maybe her dad died and she's never had a drink, but today she had to because you you just don't know. So if you look at life that way, like, I don't know why the guy in front of me is driving too slow. I don't know why, you know, maybe if I had made that, uh, if I got through that red light, maybe I would have been in an, an accident. You just never know. So you let it go. Yeah. And the release of that, it's what you said, working on yourself. You have to, every time you release something, you're driving and the guy in front of you is too slow, instead of arguing and yelling and you're fighting, right? You're, you're fighting with this guy. He's driving along blissfully unaware, right? And you're back there. Yeah, you let that go because, and when you do, what yeah. will happen is everything you've ever stored inside you that you don't want, you're holding in there. You're holding it with willpower. So all of a sudden, that little bit of willpower comes back to you. As soon as one thing is released, it comes back. And and to go back to your earlier question, what celebrities do and they know to do is whatever gets whatever comes back, the willpower, they focus it where it matters. So they take it and they focus it. And really successful people like uh, billionaires or uh, sports stars like Kobe Bryant, they were famous for that, for constantly pulling back willpower and then focusing it on the game or on the goal. And yeah. when you do that, it instead of having a million different pieces of your life force spread out, you're holding all these things in. I don't like snakes. My ex-boyfriend uh, hated him. Now, when I see a car that looks like his, I get sick in the stomach, right? All that crap. Yeah. When you start letting it go, it returns the power to you and then you use it where it matters i mean it's amazing and it just happens every single time and eventually the tick the scale starts to tip because you remember you we got here because of repetition bad choices bad things so it's not going to be a day to get us out of here it's going to take some repetition of the right thing yeah. so you just start doing it every day you don't beat yourself up you do a little bit every day and that's that's progress yeah and i also think that that brings you more peace you know like I, my pe my piece is so precious. Like I don't want anything to anybody to get knock me off my square. You know what I mean? Like there's very few things these days that will knock me out of, out of my peaceful realm because I it's not worth it. And I you know and I think that partly you know where your willpower is not getting mad at the person driving. I've had my moments where I'm like, what the heck? What are you doing? <laughs> you know? And I'll drive past and I see it's an old person. I'm like, oh okay, I get it. There, you know, like. But then I just keep going. Like do 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 keep going on my day. I have a question that um, that just came to me. What's the difference between mindset and manifestation? Well, you can't manifest until you have the right mindset. So, I mean, they're, they're almost polar opposites uh, until you get them together. Because yeah. 
the, the problem is everything I've ever done, and, and I'm talking, I, you know, I was an alcoholic when I was younger in my 20s. I was drinking a bottle of vodka a day. I was addicted to pain pills. I was popping 20 Vicodin in a day. I smoked. I had cancer. I had lymphoma, right? But I, I started to realize everything I've ever faced been a mindset thing, even the health. Because if you're not looking at it from the right mindset perspective, you're you're in deep, deep trouble. And not only that, but dis, we're causing the stress and the anxiety with the, with what we come do to ourselves in our head. So that's a, taking a physical toll. So everything I've come up against, it's been a mindset thing. And then I started to realize, wow, everything, 99% of everything in my life, it's a mindset thing. It's, it's how you look at it. It's your perception of what's happening. Okay. So, so once you get your mindset together and all you have to do is, like I said, a little bit every day, become aware. Awareness is 80% of the battle because as soon as you're aware, Hey, there's a voice talking in my head. There is a bitchy roommate who lives in my head and they narrate my life and they tell me all the horrible stuff yeah. I've ever done. They warn me about all the horrible stuff that's going to happen to me. Right. Yeah. And people think that voice is, Oh, it's the voice of God or it's, it's this yeah. voice you have to listen to. Okay. And really all, it's just the past. It's that vo it's trying to save you. This voice comes up, but yeah. you don't have to have to listen to it. And so that awareness, the voice is talking. I don't have to listen. I you, I tell people name the voice. I yeah. name mine Carl. And if it starts, you go, hey, there goes Carl again. And you look at Carl like a kid, like a like a, a little, you know, <laughs> immature child. And you just laugh at what he's saying. It takes the power away immediately because it's like you said, you don't want to get sucked into it because it could be a day, a week, a month. And then you go, oh, my God, I've been unconscious. I've been I've been running on autopilot for for two weeks because of that big fight I had or whatever. So you go, is it worth my peace? What happens is every time you get that power back, that willpower comes back, comes back. So eventually what will happen is you'll start to get space. Something will happen, some big dramatic event. And all of a sudden time will seem to move in slow motion. And you'll have this time where you go, is this worth my peace? Do I want to get sucked into this? And if you do, fine. But if you don't, and most of the time you're going to go, no, it goes away. Instead of, you know, we always get sucked in like right away and we're fighting and yelling. And it, it's usually days, weeks later before we go, oh, I was unconscious there. So just awareness, bringing awareness starts to change your life. Yeah, my my sister and I used to say to each other when we were younger, it was like, if we were having a bad day, we'd be like, don't let that little man talk shit to you in your head. <laughs> we didn't name him, but that's a good, that we should, we should have named him. That's a good idea. But that's what we used to say. You know, I, I mean, I think that was pretty funny back then. I mean, you know, you never, you, the things that come to you when you're younger are just very interesting. But I want to talk a little bit about your, your battle with cancer and your mindset with that, because I think that's, that's powerful you know, is that people that might be sick or struggling if they're listening to this, like what that could do to change their recovery and whatever they're going through? Well, first of all, know that you're in control and doesn't matter, no matter what is happening. I have a, a client, somebody who saw me on television and she came to one of my live events. She said, I just knew I had to meet you. Stage four cancer, 36 year old single mother and was just petrified. I mean, the fear was so overwhelming. She couldn't even function anymore. Yeah. And, you know, I explained to her, uh, it's like a car, right? The driver of the car is not sick. You're in a car maybe that's got some problems, yeah. but at some point you're going to get out of this car. You're going to get into the next one. Okay. So the idea that you're not sick, you know, th this vehicle is sick, but you're the driver, you're the consciousness, right? But I'm working in Vegas. I pass out. They take me to the hospital. It's like, wow, you've got, um, I found out I had lymphoma a few days later, but I had a hemoglobin level of like three. It's supposed to be 20. It was like, oh, wow. you know, how did you even walk, you know, yeah. in here? So 
I was immediately had the bone marrow test, all of that. And it's like, oh, you have, you know, stage three uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. So first, of course, you're petrified, right? And the doctor's telling you all the odds and all this and all that. Yeah. But that's a huge mistake because as soon as somebody tells you, the belief factor comes in. And if you believe that, yeah. you're in deep trouble. If they say, oh, it's, oh, it's bad, this, that, this. So I just decided, okay, I've used this to beat drinking. I've used this to beat smoking. I've used this to beat uh, pain pills, all of these things. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to trust my, that it's a mindset thing and attack it from that angle. So instead of, oh my God, I'm sick. It was, you know, I'm well, I'm, I'm beating this. I'm, I'm constantly staying, staying positive. It's just the belief factor and every little, you just don't let every little thing pull you into some sort of drama where you're spiraling down. You just don't allow the spiral. You have to stay. And like you said, you have bad days, of course. Oh, you're in chemo and you're crawling to the toilet and you're throwing up. Yeah, that's not a great day. I did TV shows where the day after chemo where I'm thrown up in the bushes outside, I, you know, and, oh, and there's places I go and, yeah. and the, just the thought of being there when I had, you know, it's like brings back the, but you, you have to get above that. You have to go, okay, like, just like you said, how many good days versus, and if the, you've got to make them outweigh the bad, yeah. whatever you have to do, you trick your, whatever you have to do. Because belief is so important. Self-belief is really everything. Yeah. And plus you showed up still. Yeah. That's a huge part of it too. Like, I hate to say this because I know some people probably don't like the saying, but fake it till you make it. And I think maybe just even showing up in those moments where you were not feeling that well is still like forcing yourself to maintain that belief probably pushed you through even more. And I love what you said because I, I people say this all the time, fake it till you make it. Yeah. And the thing with this saying is people thinks it means, they, what they think it means is, okay, uh, I want to be rich, right? So I'm going to go out and I'm going to run a Mercedes. And I'm going to wear a fake Rolex and I'm going to tell people I'm a billionaire. And I'm, yeah. that's what people think it means. Yeah. What it really means is believe it, believe that you're that until you're that. If yeah. you want to become whatever the person is you want to be, you have to start thinking like that person. You have to start acting like that. Yeah. Otherwise, you're daydreaming. You're, it's like when the secret came out. Oh, I want a Ferrari, so I'm going to sit in my sofa and I'm going to think about a Ferrari all day while I'm eating chips. And it's going to be not how it works. You got to have the action step. So without the action, it's just it's just daydreaming. Yeah, I love that. Just hope. Just hope. Hope. What if someone says, oh, I don't believe in mindset. My life sucks. Uh, it's just never going to change. I don't care if I think a million positive things every day. It's always going to be the same. What would you say to that person? Well, I mean. You can try to, to change the way they, and, and I have an aunt who's like that. I mean, she's the most negative person and we actually took her to lunch yesterday and it was like the most amazing restaurant, but every, too much cheese on the salad, too much of this, too much that. She goes through a, a car wash. The only person I've ever met goes through a car wash somehow, window comes down, car filled with soap. Like she has the most, she just attracts it because yeah. she's so negative. She, yeah. she lives in it. She lives in negativity. So she attracts it to her. Yeah. And she's an energy vampire. When you meet somebody like that, it's like what you said earlier about, you know, do you want your peace to be affected? You meet an energy vampire and they suck your energy dry yeah, and they yeah. just do that to every person they meet because yeah. they, you know, that's what they do. So when you when you walk up on the street to somebody like that and, and you say, oh, uh, they say, how are you? And you say, great, how are you? And they go, oh, you know, and then they tell you this long story, right? They're going to drain all your energy. Those kind of people. You don't have to cut him out of your life, but you don't have to stand there and talk to him either. You can make an excuse. You can, you know, just little things like that. These are just little things, but they're going to get you kind of to where you want to go. Because it's, again, just awareness that, yeah. that it's happening, that you have to do something. I love it. I love it. I, I could talk to you about this all day long. <laughs> 
But you know, like I had a lot of bad things happen in my life. My late husband passed away and I lost almost everything. And we lived a multi-million dollar lifestyle. He used to fly private, you know, we have the, the Ferrari, all the things. And when he passed, you know, like it, he had daughters from a previous marriage. It was a nightmare for me. And a lot of my friends were like, I'm surprised you're not sitting in a corner rocking back and forth. And I'm like, well, what am I going to do? You know what that what that experience taught me is that life is too short because he was only 51 when he passed. He was a little bit older yeah. than him. And I was in my late 30s. And that was just like, I have to keep moving forward. I have a choice to, to I have a choice on how I'm going to handle this. And it was in the, these last seven, eight years since he's passed that I have just evolved into a completely different person than I have ever been. It almost makes me want to cry a little bit. <laughs> oh boy. But it's like I I made that decision. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to live in this negative bubble and I don't want to like I have a I have a chance to rebuild my life. And how how what do I want that to look like? You know what I mean? Yeah, and you're one of the small percentage that actually do that because most people, you know, you didn't die, he died, but most people die too. They die with a lot, their yeah. soul goes. So they're they're living, they're a shell, but they're not, you know, it's not life. So it, it takes that pressure sometimes, you know, to make a diamond, you have to have the pressure. And so the people, that's why celebrities and all, you know, you think, oh, they have the great, they have these amazing lives, right? And then you read, okay, um, Kate Spade, she's gorgeous, she's rich, she committed suicide. Anthony yeah. Bourdain, he's good looking, he's rich, he committed... You don't, everybody does not, they're always missing a piece. There's always something missing because nobody has it all, even though on, on Instagram and, you know, you see all ah, these things. Yeah. Like, My life is so perfect. Here's the photo that I said that's, you know, I've, I've manipulated and I've edited and I've, it's yeah. bullshit. Yeah. So you just have to, another thing I always tell people is don't compete. This idea, especially in America, it's like we're all versus each other. It's like a big death match, right? You're creating your life. So instead of competing, with the guy next to you, which makes no sense because no two people have the same uh, faults and weaknesses and strengths. So really competition is not true. It's this thing we create, you know, we have created here, but instead of competing, how about creating? So yeah. start creating, manifesting, doing your thing. Don't worry about what he's doing or she's doing or they're doing. And that's how you create your life. That's how you inspire your family. That's how you change the generational trauma in your family. You don't focus on all the outside shit. You focus on the people that matter first, yeah. First, it's you and then the people that matter. And then you kind of go out from there. That's how we kind of change everything because we're in such a bad place. Right. But you change yourself. Your kids see it. Your family sees it. They're inspired. They that's how we do it. Right. And you did. I mean, you did on your own. So that's amazing that you got in there because some people would take that as a reason to just give up. Oh, yeah. And, you know, so you took it as it as this is going to up in me, which is what it did. And now, you know, you're living like you want to live. It, it's an amazing thing. Our brains are this amazing supercomputer it's like they give you this computer when you're born but they don't tell you how to use it yeah right you get a you get a manual for your cell phone your oven your post everything yeah they tell you how to use it here you have the most sophisticated computer ever made it's like uh figure it out you go to school they don't teach you either they don't they just tell you right oh you got to learn to focus my teacher you say I, I would say did i miss that day because i don't remember you teaching focus <laughs> how do you focus? you know nobody knows it's like you got to do it yourself yeah that's fabulous um where can people find you on your website? They have an opportunity to get that free book. So can you tell people where they can find you, connect with you, learn a bit, a little bit more and where they can get that book? Yeah. The best place uh, is my website. It's successsecrets.net. So successsecrets, one word.net. That's where the free book is. It's five steps to the perfect mindset, takes you from where you are now and gets you, it tells you the five things you need to know to start getting on 
on the right track. Once you're there, it gets you on the mailing list. You can join my free Facebook group. And I would love to have you join too, because you know we have a lot of people like you in there. I've done a lot of interviews and, and TV interviews and podcasts because I love the idea of a community where people who are all working on themselves, all working on each other go. It, it's not a bunch of crap like you see on Facebook where everybody's posting selfies and all that. It's yeah. really a community of people trying to help each other. So if you go to successsecrets.net, you yeah. get the book, you'll get on the list, you'll get an invite to the group. So that's where they need to go, successsecrets.net. And then you work with people privately, right? They are interested in, in working with you. Do you still do that or no? I do a very limited amount. I mean, most of the things I do, I do live seminars and live events. And, you know, I, I just got back from Japan to New Zealand a couple of weeks ago. I'm heading out again. So I do that. But really, like I said, I just want to kind of get this information into the hands of the right people. I just realized when COVID happened, and I've been doing this for so long, and I thought, God, everybody I've ever taught has been a CEO or a billionaire or, a you know, a, a celebrity or this really now is the time we need this because people were freaking out. You know how it was. It's like, my God, I'm locked in the house. So it really kind of changed my focus. It, it COVID was an amazing thing for me because it really changed my whole life. I mean, it changed, yeah. I, I did have it, but it changed the way, you know, I was going to deal with uh, the rest of my life in, in teaching. Yeah, I love that. You guys, I will put those links in the show notes. So don't hesitate to go, go get your free book, learn how you can improve your mindset and improve your life and really get the life that you truly deserve and want. Um, Brent, this is the part of the show where I like to ask for less words of wisdom or advice. What would you like to leave with us today? One thing, go get The Magic of Believing. You can get it online. You can get the audiobook. All you've got to do is you've got to start thinking in the right way. You're not going to change today. So little steps are success. You know, I don't care where you are. I don't care what's going on. I don't care what color, what size, anything. You can start wherever you are, but it's going to take, again, a little bit of awareness. Get the, get the Magic of Believing. Do the thing I said with the Post-it notes. Name the voice in your head. Any of those things is a starting point. That's what you got to do. Just pick a place, jump in. And, you know, you'll really start to change everything. I love it. Brent, thank you so much for actually just becoming such a blessing to people that you've worked with and now to the masses. Hopefully that they will, when they tune in to listen to you, your interviews and just understanding what mindset really means and the impact it can have on their lives. Really, really honor you and thank you for the work that you do. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure, and uh, I certainly appreciate it. You're welcome. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. As always, don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things, and I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.